Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Check mic, check. What is going on friends, fam? Welcome back to a new week or new new weekend, depending on when you're listening to this uh, brand new podcast episode. And today we are talking about uh, who calls the shots, right? Is it the agency? Is it the clients? Uh, is it both? And how does that affect you um, on set? Right? How does that affect your emotionality? How does that affect your attitude? How does that affect the entire uh, energy for the production on the day, right? Or on the multiple days. Uh, so at the, well, at the end of the day, um, the, the client really has the, the last say in it. Uh, however, the agency, their, their, their job really should be to say, Hey, okay, go client. You want, you know, this type of look, you want this to happen. You want this type of shot, right? We've already talked about this in the pre-production process. Uh, these last minute things or these on the day things are something new, uh, and the production company has to you know adjust accordingly, right? And and hopefully the agency is um, is they're, I mean they're in a tough situation, right? Because they want to please the client, but they also don't want to treat the production company like um, like dipshits, right? They don't want to um, belittle them, and they don't want to uh, make bad relationships, right? Sometimes though, I, I would say maybe half the time, at least um, on the projects that I've been on, the agency tends to side with the client, right? And so the production company kind of gets shafted and they have to do whatever, right? Um, so I, I, I guess what I'm um, what I'm trying to revolve this conversation around is uh, whatever whatever uh, goes down through the pipeline down to you, whether you, um, whatever, whatever crew position you're on, uh, let's just say you're the cinematographer for this commercial, right? Um, you know, don't, don't take anything personal, right? If, if, uh, let's just say pre-production went pretty well, no, uh, no crazy things were, uh, were discussed, you know, like you don't, uh, you're not trying to go over budget, uh, or the, some of the, some of the things that they were asking for, um, say they want like a techno crane or say they want, you know, like a 50 foot, uh, track of Dolly or whatever it is, right? And and uh, during pre-production, they say, ah, well, okay, well, actually, you know, that might not be realistic. We don't have the budget for that. We don't have the time for that. We don't have the crew for that. Uh, let's just keep things a little bit more minimal, right? Let's just do what, what we can um, in the ballpark, right? And so, cool, right? You say, awesome, that works for us. Let's go ahead and bang this out. On the day, something happens, right? The, the client, for whatever reason, says uh, they want a particular uh, type of shot, right? Whether that be uh, the mood and tone, like lighting wise, right? Or camera movement. And you're limited with with what you have, right? And this is something that cinematographers um, uh, experience a lot, right? Is on the day, if the client, hopefully the client isn't there on the day, because that, that really sucks. You know, it's fine if agency's there, but if the client's also there, oh, that's a that's a nightmare. Uh, so in 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 that regard, right? I see the client is there and they're asking for, you know, oh, it'd be, it would be awesome if we can get, uh, I don't know, some some crazy like 360 swirling overhead shot. And you're like, uh, okay, we don't have that kind of gear, right? Because that wasn't uh, that wasn't planned ahead of time, right? And the client's really pushing the agency. It's like, no, we have to have this shot. Um, you know, we want this, we want, we want this like dynamic moving shot, right? And and hopefully 
uh, someone on, on the agency, you know, whether that be like a line producer um, or, um, or or an EP is is there for whatever reason. Usually EPs are, aren't, aren't there. But if it's like, 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 say like a line producer, right, is there and like, oh, OK, all right, well, you know, uh, let me see what we can do. Uh, and then they talk to the production company and say, yeah, this is this ain't going to happen. I know you guys want to have a fucking techno crane. And, and <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, um, and so let me, let me, you know, just chill out for a couple minutes. We'll just pretend like we're talking, right? We're talking and seeing kind of ideas. And I'll go back to the, uh, to the client and say, Hey, actually, you know what? We, we don't have, um, the equipment for that. That wasn't, um, spoken. Um, that wasn't thought out through the, the pre-production process. Uh, that wasn't requested. Um, and, and so we just don't have that, you know, and if you want to get it, uh, chances are most likely we probably won't be able to get something like that last minute. Right. I mean, you never know. Um, but you know, I, I feel like we've all been in that kind of situation where the, the client is asking for something kind of ridiculous, you know, whether that be on the day or through post post-production. Right. So again, just, just speaking in the realm of, of production, the production day, if something, you know, happens where you are forced, I don't know, I don't know about forced, but let's just say you are, um, uh, you are asked to do something outside of the realm of what went down in pre-production, right? And, and this doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes it does, right? Um, don't take it personal. Uh, I take the approach of, of just saying, yes, all right, cool. You know, if, that, if that's what you want, then we can go ahead and do it. Um, now, if, if it is something that is going to eat into the actual production day of the shots that you actually do need, then, you know, voice your opinion and say, hey, actually, you know, if we do if we do this setup, it's going to take an hour. And that is an hour away from the shots that we actually do need. Right. So uh, is is this extra shot actually needed or is it just or is it just an extra shot? Right. Uh, because we, you know, realistically, um, if we were trying to push this, then it's going to be an overtime day, right? Uh, this is going to be an extra hour, maybe two hours of overtime. Um, make sure that, uh, that you guys can sign off on this, right? Like, Hey, agency, are, are you cool? Because we are, we are going to charge you guys overtime for this. Um, there is no if, if, answer, buts, right? And then if they, um, you know, then, then at that point, the agency really has to say yes, because if, if they're trying to please the client, they want the extra shot, they got to pay over, Right. Whether that comes out of their pocket or whatever, right? That, that sure ain't as hell coming out of your pocket, you know? Uh, so make sure that you voice your opinion. Again, if these extra shots are going to eat into the production day of shots that are that are necessary um, for for the end result, right? For the for the final deliverables. All right. Uh, now, on, on the post-production side, that's a little bit trickier, right? I, I feel like on the post-production side, it tends to be yes, 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 yes for, you know, 90% of the time, right? Uh, unless they wanted something... Uh, where it's heavy VFX, it's heavy, um, you gotta do like a lot of uh, comps in it and after effects. If they're asking for, um, you know, a ton, a ton of like rotoscoping or chroma keying that is outside of the scope of work that was already, that was already discussed, um, then, you know, definitely voice your opinion, you know, and, and say, hey, this is going to cost a lot extra if you guys want all this extra stuff, right? And I, I feel like in, in post-production, Many times, clients and agencies they don't um, they don't understand how much time and effort goes into uh, the post production process and, and the workflow, and so they just figure, oh, okay, well, you know, you guys have you know X amount of time to do this, right, or or an exorbitant amount of time to do this. Cool, you know, throw this in, throw this in, throw this in. And it's like, well, no, you know, if, if you guys actually do want you know more VFX, if you guys want. Uh, more more animation, whether that be title animation or graphic animation, 
um, right? Or like object replacement. If you guys want additional, right, then that has to be extra. That has to be an extra cost because through our scope of work, we have um, invoiced you based upon, again, based upon the scope of work. All right, so scope of work is really important because scope of work details and outlines exactly what um, what you will do in the production side, in the post-production side, uh, and in the and I guess in, in basically in the uh, delivering side, right? Anything outside of scope of work will be invoiced extra, right? So make sure you put that into your project agreement. Uh, again, if you, if you're the one doing this, right? If you're, if you're just a cinematographer, then you know like life is good because you just show up for the day, you shoot the shit, and you go home, right? Which is what I prefer to do these days, I, I don't prefer to do any post-production unless it's for, again, uh, clients that I have, I have been working with for, you know, three, four years and I really like them. Uh, they treat me well, then yeah, sure. You know, I'll put, I'll put in some extra time to do post-production. Um, but I, I know a lot of you are kind of like one man band, like you're doing everything you're doing, the production, the post-production, maybe you have like one or two people helping you out or you have an editor. Uh, if that is the case, you know, if, you're, if you're really hustling, like you're, you know, you're, you're grinding, you're going from client to client to client to client, from job to job to job, then make sure that you aren't doing extra work um, just because you've been so bombarded with so much stuff. You're just like, oh, fuck it. I'll just do it. Right. Like, don't do that because one, that's going to burn you out. And then number two, you are losing out on money. You are losing out on potential on potential profit. Right. So, um, again, this isn't like you know, you being a jerk or you being an ass asking for extra. No, it's like, you know, if you were to go to uh, any type of service business, right? If you were asking for extra, they will charge you extra, right? Like that, that makes sense. It, it, it's like, if you're, if you were going to, um, uh, like, I don't know, like, like if you're going to detail your car, right. And you want to get like a wash, you want to get interior detail, you want to get a wax and then you're like, Oh, Hey, actually, you know what? Um, uh, I know it's the last minute, but you know, could you guys also you know, do you guys also do engine engine bay cleaning? And it's like, yeah, we do. Uh, engine bay cleaning is whatever this amount, right? It's like a hundred bucks. And you know, if you were, if you were trying to say, ah, you know what, um, can you just do it for free? You know, because since you already do, you're already working on the car, like can you just do it for free, right? And that is that is what a lot of uh, a lot a lot of clients tend to do, right? Uh, at least on like the smaller budget stuff, they're just, oh, we well, can you just do it for free. You know, can you just add it in since you're already doing it? And it's like, no, this is extra because this is this is not this is outside of the work that we've already agreed upon, right? Uh, so I guess to kind of round things up again, scope of work. Make sure you understand what scope of work is, and make sure that you do put that into your um, uh, contract agreement and define everything that you need, right? Like literally say exactly what you're going to do, what you're going to deliver, and anything extra will cost you know, X amount, right? Like $500 for uh, additional uh, post-production day, right? Per day, whatever it is, uh, or per hour. Uh, I think probably per day. I don't know. Per, per hour is kind of kind of tricky these days. Uh, I would say, you know, per day. If it's going to take an extra day, it'll be, you know, $500 per day. Or if you want, um, you know, additional like animation. Animation, we can, you know, most likely tie into the, the uh, post-production additional day, additional day rate or additional fee. Uh, if not, you can go about that however you want, right? Because maybe you're you're outsourcing that and that person charges per hour, right? So then you you just kind of like ballpark, okay, well, you know, if they're probably gonna be working on this like for six to eight hours a day, it might take them, you know, three days, then you just multiply that and 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 have that as the additional uh, total fee, right? Um, so I hope this episode helped you guys out in some way, shape, or form. You know, agencies and clients, like they're not the bad guys as many times as they ask for stupid shit, which is like a lot of times, uh, they are not the bad guy, right? Because they are hiring you to provide a service, right? Now, granted, if they are asking for things outside of, of what you provide, 
uh, then that just costs extra, right? Then you just tell them that, hey, that that's something that we don't do. Um, we can, we do know people that can get that done, uh, and it will cost extra, right? It will cost additional. Um, and, and so again, don't take anything personal, especially on the day. You know, those those are always the tough ones where you're like, it's it's already like hour number. Uh, six, seven, eight, and you're just like, oh man, like they have been asking for so much stuff like throughout the day. Like this is, this is a pretty, it's getting kind of like pretty crappy, right? Again, don't take it personal. Uh, do what you gotta do. Move on to, uh, move on to the next shoot, right? Because a, a lot of times for some reason, clients, they just don't understand the realm of production or post-production. Agencies do because that, that, that is also their realm. They, they know um, how much, time, effort, energy goes into uh, pre-production, production, and post-production. Clients, you know, I guess in, in a certain way, they don't even need to know the the whole process of their workflow, right? They, they just want, they, they want a service, they want a deliverable or deliverables, and they will pay uh, however, however much it costs, right? Uh, so again, don't take anything personal at the end of the day. Do, do, do your best, uh, wrap up the day, and then move on to the next shoot. All right. Uh, but again, like, you know, don't take don't take shit from 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 people. Right. If they're if they are uh, being an ass on the day and, you know, throughout the whole entire day, you know, I, I, again, like don't like scream at them or something like that. But just be like, oh, and this is probably someone that I don't want to work with again. Right. And then you just make your list like, oh, this person. Yeah. They call me back. Probably not going to do it. Right. Or you just charge them a shitload of money and make sure that they understand, like, hey, if you got if you do want me back, it's going to cost like two or three times extra. Right, because I did pull, up, I did put up with your BS last time. Next time around, I ain't gonna do that. Right, or I'm gonna make it worth my while if I'm gonna put up with your BS. Right. Uh, let's see, anything, uh, anything new this uh, coming up? Uh, I am filming, uh, or actually, I'm I'm gaffing for a hype beast shoot next week uh, with the filming the GR86 uh, with Jonathan Castro. So we're doing some drifting at uh, not Big Willow. Um, uh, fuck, what is it called? Uh, Horse Thief Mile. Uh, Willow Springs, so that that should be a pretty fucking fun time. Um, I did pick up the Mavic Air 2S uh, for some drone stuff, you know, just because I have a Phantom 4, I think it's so fucking old. Uh, and the Mavic 3, I, I didn't really need everything the Mavic 3 has, so, you know, I did some research, and the Air 2S seemed like a pretty good buy for the price. Uh, I did some initial testing, I, I need to do more, but um, the the normal picture profile actually looks pretty good you know like the dynamic range is is pretty solid for for that kind of uh, drone camera um i will say though that it's definitely a huge step up in sensor quality from like the old phantom 4 like phantom 4 even if you're shooting in 4k just looks so like i mean there i think they were still using the old gopro cameras right the gopro 3 gopro 4 uh this sensor at least doesn't look too too digital if you're shooting in the native 5.4k um, I did do a little 4k 60 and I was like, Ugh, that, that, that actually does kind of still look like the old phantom. So, you know, needless to say, you know, if you're going to use a drone, like, I don't know, I feel like you feel like you're better off just renting a, renting a quadcopter and putting a fucking red or an Alexa on, on the fucking thing, dude, <laughs> calling call it a day or an FX six, whatever it is, you know, a seven S three, like, like those are still way better options if you can afford it than compared to like the little DJI uh, cameras maybe like maybe besides the inspires i think the inspire 2 is still a pretty solid um drone system with the zen muse zen muse zen muse uh cameras uh, i think those are still pretty good you know especially if you're shooting in like in, in raw or something like that okay uh, if you guys enjoyed this episode please rate it on itunes podcast i would appreciate it follow the podcast share it with the the gardener share it with the pool man uh share it with the the usps driver 
right? Let them all know that one day, they too can become a cinematographer. Probably not. I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye-bye.